Hi, everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm here with the group. Say hi, everybody. Hey. Hello. Hello. Uh, let's go ahead and do introductions. Let's go ahead and start off. I'm going to start with the one who looks to be in the most distress, Alex. Why are we starting with me? Because you're laughing. Yeah, it was. I thought of very funny and very not funny things when. Anyway, hi, I'm Alex. Uh, I'm playing Callisto, the Tiefling Druid, who, like everybody else in this party, is going through some shit. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let's go with Rodeo. Hello, I'm Rodeo, and I play Caster, and I'm uh, perfectly fine. Let's go with Dust. Hello, I am Dust. I am playing Moment, and I am also perfectly fine. Izay. Howdy, I'm Izay. I play Martha Blackbrick, the uh, dwarven cleric, and she is not fine. Chris? Hi, I'm Chris. I play the human monk, Sarah. And last but not least, our returning from the dead, we've got Jace. And, and I'm Jace, the one with the worst internet in Mississippi. Uh, I'm also soot probably better known as the one who died last time. Uh, I think that technically makes Alex the one with the best internet her side of the Mississippi. Or worst. Depending on how you want to look at it. I, I believe... No, you're you're on the same side of the Mississippi as, as Alex is. We'll see. No, I'm not. I'm on the east side of the Mississippi, dog. Are you? God, man. Something, something mimal. I don't know. Um, so as you guys are, are kind of going through. I'd like to say you guys are going to start up early morning. It is sun's coming up. Uh, most people, if you are able to find time on the cart, can have a rest. Uh, you guys could probably take turns. Um, it, it, it might be difficult to really rest with all of you, especially with such a small cart at the same time while continuing to travel. The goats um, will probably need a rest soon before we get out of the forest. Yeah. But um, I'd, I'd probably say somewhere around 11 or 12, they're going to start slowing. Uh, okay. They're going to need food. They're going to need water. Um, and after the excitement and, and then, you know, you guys kind of going away from the cart and they've been left to their own devices for a while. They've probably, I don't know, they're looking a little tired. But... There are some interesting things along the road here. And if you guys wish, each and every one of you could roll a perception. Okay. Oh, also, I believe we cracked the travel crystal to make it to Tansom? Yes. Okay. Twelve. Uh, all Nine. right, so we've got... Ooh, a good roll. Yeah. So a nine, a twelve, a nine, a fifteen, a twenty, and a twelve. Anybody over a ten will probably no notice these. There are kind of pillars amongst the bushes. Some of them have been destroyed. They're crumbling and decaying from time and erosion. They seem to have some sort of writing on them, some, maybe some arcana. But they don't look like they've been active in a while. And there was this feeling back in town not too long ago where you guys felt like you were being watched. That feeling has returned. 
Can Martha look at the inscriptions? Sure. What would that role be? Uh, you can go ahead and give me an arcana. Soot would probably do the same if I may also roll. If not, it's fine. Yeah, sure. Okay. Did Soot... Yeah, Soot got a 20. <laughs> okay, nope. that's a great. An arcana for Soot and a 17 for Ize. No, Soot got an 8 Martha. for an arcana. The last 20 was a perception. Yeah. yeah, you got a 17 for your arcana. He got an 8 for his. Yes. Yeah. Five. Does so. Martha recognize him? I'd say they're they're writings to like a peaceful slumber, like an archaic slumber. Um, for a five, they look old, um, but old enough that you probably can't transcribe them very well. Um, and with an eight, uh, for the most you're going to get with an eight is is it has something to do with sleep. Okay. So it'll take some rubbings and then just kind of meander and think for a bit. Okay. Uh, question, Corey. Are mm -hmm. these writings in common? No, they're in Arcana. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if they're so, in Druidic... Magical runes have... Gotcha. I think, and this is how I picture Arcana in... in not in Talalia. In like Latin? Or... Yeah, kind of. It's like its own kind of mixed language, but it's also not like a language. It has like understandings of runes for like certain things, but it's not a full language. Like You couldn't speak in Arcana. But you can write an arcana. If so that's like makes a wizard's sense. shorthand. Basically. Slumbering something. Something about peaceful slumber. Um, I, will, I will say with the 20 with soot, you would know that these pillars go a little bit farther into the forest. Uh, they look like they make a pathway. Don't tempt me with a plot, oh, Corey. You know I'm going to go for it. Subtle me meander that way. Uh, so it, so it, so it. I won't go out of uh, earshot of the, the buggy. Don't worry, just kind of some silence. For God's sake, honey, you just died. Can you please not? I'll try not to make it to two for one. But if I'm out of earshot, I won't go out of earshot. I just want some some slight quiet from the from the goats. Um, nah. you, know, you know what, um, I, I, would I'll go with you. Okay, I was about to ask if anyone would like to go with me. Uh, this looks like there's a path this way. This um, place can I... has an energy to it. Yeah. I might actually... Is there a, a way I can... You said it sounded... God, the goat actually got me. Um, <laughs> you said that it looks like we were being watched. Can I, like, look around to see if I can see anything watching us? Yeah, I'd say you could. Okay. Great, I started off well, and it's a... That's Perception a of six. Um, nah, it's kind of hard. Okay. Uh, the farther you get into the forest, the, the more the canopies are going to kind of envelop, and the sunlight's going to kind of like... It's not going to be dark, but it's not going to be bright. It's kind of like that mixed day where, like, say you're in your room, you got one window open, like, three rooms down, and you just got that little bit of ambient light. You're going to find 16 to 17 more pillows kind of making their way a little bit farther into Wolf Pass Forest. And at the very back of it, you're going to see a statue. Is it a bear? It is not a bear. 
Damn. It looks humanoid. Although it's hard to tell because it's covered in vines and, and trees. So, like, all of this has kind of been taken by the forest. It's broken down. It's eroded. It's it's kind of old and really just... It hasn't seen a good light in a long time. Is there any way to tell what it's supposed to be? Or is it just kind of like a, a worn down place? Uh, the statue would probably give you the most information. That one seems to be the most well cared for. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it'll... You, you said it's like, is the statue completely covered in vines? Or just like, it's kind of starting to be covered in vines? You'll, you'll probably have to get a good look. You'll probably have to pull the vines off. Um, yeah, so it'll do that, like, carefully, trying not to, like, completely, like, rip roots off. Okay. But, you know, still wanting to get at things, but just gingerly. So, these clothes on this statue are really old. Um, we're talking probably four or five generations. Probably about a hundred years old, even. These clothing don't look like this era. Um, he's holding some sort of metal orb in his hand. And it's got runes all over it. Um, though some of them have been kind of obscured by moss that stands on its surface. The gentleman on this thing just kind of has one arm behind his back, kind of peering at this orb as if it were something special. But one thing I will note is that the orb is metal, not stone does not look like it is attached to the statue itself. If I touch the orb with my spear tip, does anything happen? Or I touch it with no. my hands. Okay. Does this look like this orb was originally part of this installation or was like brought by at a later point? Um, judging by the way that the statue is standing and the arcana that you've seen written, matching some of the open arcana on it, uh, it looks like this is part of the installation from when you first, it was first made. Okay, um, Zare's gonna take a different avenue and he's gonna start brushing away the undergrowth and the dried leaves and stuff from the, from the ground around the, the altar. And he's going to see if he can find any kind of markings, the kind of markings that might be put in place for some kind of, you know, uh, like a solar calendar type of uh, structure or the markings that you find at graves. It's, it all seems just to be set up for an arconic use. There's no dedication. There's no... I mean, it, it, there doesn't seem to be any written reason as to why this is here. And I'll give you that without it, without a investigation. Even. Uh, Soot is going to go back and get both Callisto and oh god, this is a hard judgment call. Um, Caster um, to bring them forward because actually I can explain it in character. Yeah, that's how we play this game. I. Uh, there is a statue a ways down the road that's covered in vines. Callisto, if you could help me clear that without angering anything that might be in the area. And Castor, it's the statue's holding a serious orb, and I've seen you be able to kind of decipher that sort of thing in the past, if you wouldn't mind helping do that now. I can give it my best, but my magic hasn't been 
too trustworthy as of late. Right. Would you rather I... Jason can't... Would you... Why don't we try before we get our hopes yeah. down? Um, I'll give it a try, like I said, but... Okay. Can't make any promises. Right, right. Um, I can give it a shot. So it'll take everyone there, um, point out everything. Callisto, it looks like there's a whole bunch of vines growing over. I tried to gently remove them as to not tear any roots um, in case this was kind of supposed to be the way things were going. But if you could kind of tint to them so that I could get a proper look at this, I just want to see what's... Just curious. You don't have to if you don't want to. I'm happy to try. I make no promises and not angering any spirits, but I'll do my best. And I'm going to go up to the vines and cast a druidcraft as many times as necessary to try and, like, kind of pull them away. <laughs> you could eventually clear the entire uh, actual statue itself. Okay, then I will do that. Damn, is there, like, other than the feeling of being watched, is there any, like magical aura emanating from this area, or is it just... From pure sight? <clears throat> probably not. Well, Caster no gut is, feelings? Caster is casting um, detect magic. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, for the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. It seems the only thing that still holds any magical essence in the area is the orb in its hand. I'm going to focus closer. You're going to see Caster, like, eye it closer to try to determine what type of magic it is. Uh, sure, one second. I guess it would be... Yeah, it's it's definitely an enchantment. It seems to give a condition. But that's all you can get from it. It's some sort of condition-based enchantments. don't know if it's wise of us to grab it ourselves. I, I, I'll agree with that, given um, I'll just say our track record with picking up random things off the ground. Um, we'll just leave this one as is. Uh, so we'll pull out a silver. Is it safe to say if, we, if I have like 15 gold, some of that can be in silver? Sure. Okay. So we'll take out a silver and lay it at the at the foot of the statue, and then just kind of turn around and walk off. Right. Zer will be puzzled, but follow him back to the back to the cart. Okay. Is there anything anybody else would like to do? Uh, how how firmly is the orb planted in the thing's hand? Loosely. You could probably pull it. Martha's going to head back to the cart, I think. Okay. Uh, she doesn't want anything to do with it. Caster will attempt to grab, like, a pouch. How, how big is it? Um, probably no more bigger than, like, say, one of those, like, um... There's like rolling orbs that they use from like uh, that one movie. Uh, David Bowie has it with his He's impressive got a package. He's got a yeah, fushigi? But, yeah, it's about the size of a fushigi ball. 
Okay, it's so I have, I have pouches on my belt. I'll take one off and try to put it in there without touching it to my skin. Okay. So you'll pull uh, this orb from the statue. And you'll notice for a second. Martha's Audi. I would like to remind you, Martha's in the, went to the cart. Y'all have done. Um, so you're going to pull the orb from this thing's hand. And slowly from the bottom to the top of the head, you'll see the stone recede. This creature, whatever it was holding, was petrified. And then you'll notice exactly what this caster is. Skin hanging from its jawline. Gaunt eyes that glow through its ocular orbs. The body literally hanging together with limpness around the arms. This thing is going to billow out purple smoke. That's the orb or the statue? The statue. And eventually, standing in front of you is this skeletal creature with a large robe on top of it. And it's just kind of feigning a breath in. Like it... Yes. What year is this? Am I the only one who sees this? Quit uh, any, but anybody the in the area. Are, sorry, I was going to say, the tieflings are still here, right? I believe so. I oh, never I said Mom I went. Card. Yeah, I, yeah, I assumed he was with the cart. I, I, I was Martha was heading back to yeah. the cart, but if y'all scream or something, she'll probably come running back. It's and... year 52, right? Hmm? It's year 52, right? Um, I'll actually have to get that back to you. I, I'm, I'm dealing with, like, year systems. So I'm dealing right now with my time frame system that I'm working on. It's before and after Crystal. So it's BC and it's AC. Um, before Crystal probably ended somewhere around like 203 BC and then after Crystal you're around like somewhere around like 400 to 503 AC I'm thinking 405 AC that's the year we're in? yeah it's the year 405 AC and I can't use any of my abilities right? I can't use my ability to see if it's a fiend you can tempt. Uh, it's just one of my passive cleric abilities. I can do it four times a day. It allows me to sense. It's basically a paladin thing, except just for fiends and undead. Okay. Um, I, I've actually had this prepared for a while. I need to see something. Sorry, I had this all written down, but the moment before we were supposed to record, the paper went missing. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so Someone I'm Someone should probably go get Martha. Just an idea. I, I was gonna say, Callisto is like five feet behind Caster, and he's just not moving. But she's I'd there. say, with your ability, you're gonna gleam that it is not a fiend. It is definitely undead. Uh, Zare wouldn't have been uh, too far gone. Um, he uh, probably 
turned around when he saw the purple smoke rolling at his feet. I'll He's gonna yell out, Soot! Okay, okay that, that like, gets Martha get to run around too. <laughs> like, wait, 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 what happened? Soot? She'll turn Soot. around as well. I'm going to guess yeah, she was just a little ahead of them. Would I be able to hear that at the cart? Uh, maybe, probably the call outs. Yeah. <laughs> Soot will like render in like Watson in that Sherlock Holmes game, like sword or like spear and shield out. Just like, like Soot's there. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, no need to get hasty, kiddos. I mean, she sees this, right? The, the, yeah, probably. Um, okay. Uh, she's going to, like, lift up her dress and so, sort of, like, speed Whoa. hurry over. Okay, okay. <laughs> Nobody panic. Um, it's a hustle room. <laughs> yeah, a, a real hustle. And she sort of tries to corral everyone behind her. All right, all right. Uh, uh, hello, mister. Uh Good evening. The name is Bevaton. Bevaton, a, a, a lovely name. Uh, so it's 406 AC. <laughs> Perfect. Just what I needed. The spell worked perfectly. I was asleep for almost 400 years. Yes, and apparently one of my kiddos just woke you up, and she's going to turn. And for that, I'll spare you. I need to get back to my work now. And he's going to turn wait, around. Wait, uh, you mind if I ask you a few questions, sir? I mean, we did wake you up, after all. Um, Give me a persuasion roll. While that's happening, can I real quick run through my brain what this thing is? I don't know what check that would be. Sure, would you like could do Arcana, History, whatever you think might Can I do Religion? Does Either he count religion? as a commoner? I don't Ooh. think so. I don't think go. he counts so as a That's a good roll. Arcana of 24. This is a lich. Um, oh, four. Soot knows indefinitely this is a lich. Would Martha um, know? Do I even have to roll for that? For her? A 15, you'd probably have dealt with the ability to know what a lich is through Matthew. Um, he's probably That's a about 15 persuasion, not an arcana. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, 50 persuasion, he'll stop. Okay, but you really only get three questions, and then I have to be going. Soot will hold up a finger, and like, one sec, and then look at Martha. Don't just ask whatever's off the top of your head. Um, And then Soot will kind of walk to start, like, strafing. This is the dumbest question, unless this is, like, a very dumb lich. He doesn't happen to have his phylactery on him, does he? Are you asking him that? I'm asking you if I can look and see a phylactery, a cool... Well, well you could definitely roll perception and check. I would I would uh, like to while that is... While talking is happening. Uh, at this point, can we say I've slowly walked to the to there when I heard the call and I've just now got there and I'm going to just keep a lookout uh, from the back? Yeah, definitely. Um, perception of 14, though. Um, let me go over some rolls here real quick because there was like three rolls we didn't get to. Um, moment for Arcana got an 11. This thing is undead of some sorts. It is definitely um, beyond just a simple ghoul or, or zombie. This thing is not good. Um, with a four, uh, it's undead. You're not sure what kind. Uh, and that's for Caster. Uh, Izzy got an absolute natural 20, by the way. Congratulations on that. 
I want to shout that out with the Arcana. You know this is undead. And Perception of 14, there does not look to be any magical item. Not not blarantly magical items on his person. See, the thing is about astrification is... Is oh, the orb sorry. of phylactery, by chance? I mean, possibly you could destroy it and find out. I'm not going to do that in front of them. How... Did he say how many years it's been? Uh, or like, 400. 400. Roughly. Yeah. He, he was talking like around the time that he, he must have been petrified around the time of the crystal's arrival. I'm trying to remember how old Matthew is. Not old enough to know this dude, I have a feeling. Probably not. But there could be history on this guy. He said his name was what? Uh, in game here real quick. Let me see what I wrote. Just to make sure I'm saying it right. Beveton. Roll history for Beveton. That is a 12. It sounds familiar. The thing is, is it was so long ago, it sounds like it was from a tale that you heard, but you're not exactly sure in what light that tale put this man in. Well, she's always one to assume the best, like... Well, Mr. Lich, uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Yes, I guess. Castor will pipe up. What are your plans? Asking one of the three questions. Oh, a little of this, a little of that, magic. You know, two questions. Question, Corey? Mm Mm-hmm. Would... Callisto recognize the name Bevaton from anything she's read, like legends. Be- I don't know of how how old her family is, but would she know that name off the top of her head? You can roll a history. Sure, history I, checks, I, I, everybody. Even if it's like possible. I don't know. But I will roll. Give me a sec. I have. I I hate to be that person to keep doing the same check, but I actually have a second question. If I Mm -hmm. could make a history check, and if I could make one with advantage, because my dad's books that I read are, like, also old in, like, generally a bad sense, but in this case, it might actually be helpful. Sure. Okay. Uh, That's a two for Alex. Nothing. Unfortunately, this guy seems to have escaped your people's um, information. That's a natural 25 for... (laughs) So, technically a 28 if you count the advantage. (laughs) So Beveton was the original owner of Frosfa Church. He is the one who originally started this following like a cult. And eventually it got to the point where he was so unbound and so unwaveredly followed, they considered him a god. And they they gave sacrifices to him. They would split people's rib cages open and they would give them like the, the, the dying eagle kind of thing going on, like they used to do for like the Mayans and stuff like that. And he reveled in it. You know, like he took the souls, put them in his phylactery, and just one day he seemed to have a plan for something. He was in in the writings from the book that you got from your father, it, it, it was like almost like he had a mission in something. And in doing so, he petrified himself in a place that was unknown to his followers. So is he would be the reason that Frostva Church is like that? Probably, yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't pick anything. 
Mm. Is a th- not me. Stop saying it's my me. fault. Who's <laughs> caster? So You're all face. grounded after this. I why, hope you why, know why, that. Why? Caster did this. Hey, you walk away from it. You can blame yourself. Away. Soot explicitly was like, mm, that seems bad, and walked away. <laughs> like, caster, as usual. Brief moment of, of insight. Okay. Uh, I, I, Soot wants to know so much more. I get, uh, oh, I, we just talked about, ah, that's killing me. Okay, there, there's two more questions. Um, Soot's going to look at Martha. Martha, do you need two questions or just one? Do you mean the world harm? It depends what you mean by world. Don't, Martha, do you have another question or may I? Go ahead. Just typically a single race of teeth, really. Whoa! Okay. Uh, Here, honey, get behind me. Yes. Uh, At at that point, moment, we'll walk up closer so you can see him and say, what race of teeth? No! God damn it! I think the two of us just walked up together and said that (laughs) in unison. They didn't really have a fair name. Although they are in the jungle, I'm not sure. I'll find them eventually. I'm sure. No need. They're gone. Somebody did your job for you. Oh, perfect. That means the first half of my adventure is already complete. (laughs) Out of pure curiosity, what did you want with them? Death. Well... To be fair, it seems like that already happened. You you got it right there. Uh, I know you just learned. Anyway, three questions are up. I'm out. Please, can I have one more? Uh, If there's a price (sighs) to be paid, I will hear it and then possibly pay the price. I have a very... Oh, God. You are not smart, honey. I am very smart. I'm not... I don't think things through, but there's very important information that he can have that we will need and it might actually save me a visit to my father, and that's worth so much to me to not have to see that man. So, what's your price? And so we'll point up at at, uh, at him. Uh, I don't know. I've been in sleep for about four hundred years. I don't know what's even around. Do you guys still use kerbsits? This type of currency? No, just just plain, just plain weighted gold. By the uh, ugh. Um, Such filthy beasts. Yes. If I ask the question, will you tell me the price for the answer? For a true answer, no dodging the question, no skipping around. I need to know the question first. Okay. What is the connection between you, Frostford Church, and the fiend named Zolom? Uh. All right. Uh. I want your shield. Uh, oh, okay. So it will look. Uh, I'm almost positive you will use this for a nefarious purpose, but as of right now, that's a price. And so it will sling the shield off their back and hand it to uh, hand it to him, like kind of holding it like a plate. He'll kind of billow as if the smoke is his feet, and he'll slowly move over to you. He's he's very. Uh, I want to say elegant uh, skeletal fingers will kind of wrap around the the edge of the shield. Now, how close would you allow him? 
because he looks like he's about like he wants to come in and whisper to you. Uh, I will say in this moment, mostly because I want that cool thing to happen, I will allow <laughs> it because like, and Soot is legitimately willing to pay a pretty high price for this information and so, probably like, paralyzed have... with fear. So he'll lean in, and you'll feel the chill from the coldness that comes off his bones. There's no heat here at all. It feels like a void, an empty vapness of creation. And you'll hear absolutely nothing. Thank you. A lack of an answer is an answer. And so it will relinquish the shield. Oh no, the answer is I have nothing to do with him at all. Noted. You know where to find us, I'm sure. Callisto, before before he can move, is going to attempt to cast Entangle on him, second level, however Bruh. much he needs to get it. <laughs> okay. Can I she is half fucking at zero at this point. Can I point. see how she's, a, she's yeah. about to do this? And can I try to stop well, her? it's been nice talking you to can't. you, dear. Oh, shit. I can't tackle you? Oh, good luck, honey. <laughs> good luck. I'll give, it, I'll give it a good old college try. Uh, Callisto, if this gets you killed, <laughs> it's a twelve to tackle Callisto. Okay, do I need to roll something? Uh, no, he's gonna let it occur. Well, I was trying gonna... to stop it before it happens. Oh dear! So you'll see, you'll see them kind of wrap up and around him, and he'll just kind of really. You'll have to forgive them. They, they... Yeah, Soot's doing the hands up like. I, I don't do demands. He'll snap oh. and a purple flame will burn away. Cal Callisto, honey, honey, sweetheart. She is not don't, listening. Don't, oh dear. She just says, I'm not asking a demand. I just have one last question and it's highly personal. There will be a cost. Name it. Three years of your memory. You are rude. I choose. Fair enough. Oh, God. Why did you want my family dead? Oh, they tried to kill me a long time ago. Tried to stop me, really. I couldn't have that. But the leader at the time was very strong, and at the time, I was a little afraid I could take him, but it's been almost 405 years, and now that he's gone, I'm pretty sure I'm free to do what I want. Hopefully good things. Uh, you know, uh, arch-lich things. You have an option. The leader's still alive. Really? Not the one you know. 405 years ago, I don't think he's going to be much of a challenge. Oh, oh no, not him. She. She. Still lives. Oh, well then I'm definitely not concerned. Good luck defeating her when the time comes. Yeah, we'll see about that. Also, I did say three years of your life. I'm going to take the three years it took you to learn to walk. And then he'll... <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll probably see Callisto lose balance and fall on her. Yep. Caster was in the 
midst of trying to tackle her and then stops, so he'll be there to catch her. <laughs> well, and, uh, uh, thank you for look. being so uh, kind. I, 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 I kind, uh, merciful, good sir. Uh, I apologize for their behavior. Good. And I appreciate that. Martha. Fuck. I'll see you guys later. Oh, don't worry. Cheap trick, I read your mind. And he'll walk. Well, that could have gone a, a lot worse. She's going to snap her head over to Caster. <laughs> you weren't there, so you don't know who opened. Uh, Moment just starts walking back to the car. Who's cars. holding the orb? It's right now. It's in a pouch. <laughs> okay, I was going to be like, if you're holding the orb, like, you don't know who did it. I'm going to be like, okay. I don't know. Fair. Uh, well, she'll snap to look at everyone then. Like, whoever let go of that orb, we're going to have a big talk. Uh, eventually. Was it you are all very lucky. Rodeo? Uh huh. We need a moment, my friend. Uh-oh. Okay. You freed the lich. You have gained favor. Return your spells. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh God. Warlock <laughs> caster. Yeah. Welcome. I mean, no. Not welcome. I, Martha's I, a cleric. I knew I should have, except Soot would not be a good warlock. Uh, oh, okay, so... I think I need to commune with my goddess now more than ever. Everyone, could you please go back to the cart? Uh, a soot will pick up their silver that they left on the statue and walk back to the cart. Martha's just going to start making... I'm not sure what her ritual would be. Something like... She's probably going to start drawing out I wouldn't say a summoning circle, but some sort of ritual circle with her heel in the dirt. Okay. Uh, roll me a quick arcana. 16. Soil seems soft enough. Uh, not Doesn't seem like a lot of people have had a, a good go in this area. Um, it's kind of off the beaten path, so it's plenty of room. Okay. I'll need a good sacrifice. Uh... Probably berries. Maybe one of the goats. Is anyone... Who's the last one leaving? I would um, guess probably... Oh, I was going to say, I'd guess it probably be Caster and Callisto because he's going to be a bit slow. Oh, Caster, honey, could you have... Uh, w mm -hmm. someone else come back here with the weakest of the goats. One of the weakest goats. The ones that look... Yes, Martha, I can do that. I, I hate to do it, but you know, circle of life. That's half the reason we have goats. That milk and... Is it, oh dear. And she's just gonna go back to... Not doodling in the sand, but... You know, taking care of the stuff in the dirt. On his way back, um, Caster will look to uh, Callisto and just say, I'm sorry. 
you don't get a response. I figured as much. Out of it, yeah. Um, so Caster will get back, I guess, and look to Zareth. And uh, if Zareth is not looking his direction, he'll, like, you know, kick a rock towards him. Hey. Could you bring Martha one of the weakest goats, please? I'm on it. Thank you. And Caster will just sit down and put Callisto down by him, and he's not going to leave her side. So, um, Sarah will do a turnabout and bring back to Martha one of the goats and promptly leave with the lead in her hand. Thank you, hun. And she's going to look down the goat like, sorry about this little buddy, nothing personal. She's going to put the goat in the middle and humanely dispatch it. Okay. She'll, and of course, like all sacrifices, they'll get to eat it later, so it's not a waste of a goat, but it's needed for the ceremony so she can plus it's one gold worth so you know hopefully will work and she's going to try to commune with her goddess okay how would she like to try how yeah what would you like to say how would you uh, attempt to commune I know you hate me, and all the ways I've failed you, but so much has happened lately. I, I am in desperate need of guidance, not for me, but for everyone I care deeply about. Whatever your hatred towards me is, surely you can uh, overlook it for the sake of the others. Jason's sick. He's hurt again, and I failed him again. I failed Soot again, just like I failed Finn, and Jason again. I'm not a very good mother, am I? You'll feel... I say you feel a presence, but it, it's not really making itself kind of physical. You feel heard. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be, yeah, it doesn't seem to be interacting currently. Her sadness quickly changes to rage. <laughs> what do you want from me? I, I, I've given you my soul. I've given you my heart, my everything. What else could you possibly want? Is it because I left? It's because I left. This is... 
It's always been my fault. Apparently, the village is in shambles. No doubt that's my fault, too. At least help Jason. Please. I can't lose him, too. Still is no answer. In sort of in frustration, she's just going to like, okay, fine, whatever. Do the, she's going to do the basic equivalent of like hanging up a flip flown clack. She's just going to like kick the circle and sort of disrupt it. Uh, by kicking the circle, you're going to undercover a small little bluish crystal, right? Tiny. It's not very big. She'll pick it up. It seems to hold, from what you can tell, some sort of magical resonance. Okay. I suppose that's better than nothing. Thank you, I, I, I guess. I'm still mad at you. No doubt you're mad at me. You won't even talk to me. You know, most patrons talk. <laughs> you know? Quite verbally. And with that, she's just going to shake her head and grab the goat. Sort of sling it over her shoulders. And head back. With the crystal and the goat. Alright. And on the walk there, she's just... <sniffs> wipe her eyes. Slap her face. By the time she's there... Okay, honeys! Who's ready for some goat? So, returning back to the card. After all the excitement. You guys got there around 10 or so. I'd say it's probably about 2 or 3 p.m. Still plenty of time to finish the rest of the day's travel. But late enough that dilly-dallying might cost you a little bit of travel time. Also, I'm going to say we murdered Rhubarb the goat. <laughs> okay. Make a Rhubarb pie. <laughs> um, Caster's just going to be keeping a close eye on uh, Callisto's well-being. Sorry, Callisto. Very focused on that. I've always had canon that Druidic is Callisto's first language, but she learned common probably at around that same time. Can we say that she learned Elvish later? Because sure. I just speak Elvish. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. I just wanted to have that in the back of my head. Cool. Okay, Martha's going to cook up a very nice, yummy goat. I'm going to say a spit roast. So are we camping here for the night? It might cost us a bit of time, but I think we all need, at the very least, a dinner before we head out again. 
Does anyone think otherwise? We've had an eventful day. Um, it's. I think it's all right to, to take some rest. The as long as we're out of the woods before the, the travel crystal uh, stops working. I, I. That's. That's my only request. I think we can handle whatever is on the road perfectly well. Okay, she says as she's like cutting off a goat leg and just roasting it over the fire. Okay, uh, who wants to hold this up? I'm going to go check on Josh. I, I, I mean, I mean Jason. Jason. On Josh. <laughs> Soot will hold whatever needs to be held. Uh, just kind of, you know. I assume it's a full goat, so it will have some weight. Yep. She's already gutted it, don't worry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I have a question. Does Callisto remember any languages? Probably Elvish. I, I, I was actually going to correct myself. Uh, she speaks Sylvan, not Elvish. I was mixing up a little Ooh, bit close. What about Infernal? She speaks Infernal, but that's her, like, I, I like to imagine Druidic and Infernal are her native tongues, because Infernal is, like, a genetic language. So then would she still remember Common or not? I'm gonna leave that up to you, Corey. Common, probably. Because I imagine... Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole reason of wiping your memory was to get rid of Common. And, and walking. And to walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she would have been very young when she learned it, I think. So then would she... With wiping common, would it wipe infernal as well? I don't think it would wipe infernal. That's inborn. So. Okay, good, because that means at least Caster can communicate with her. Um, and so, so with Zer, uh, with his proficiency in medicine and his specific flavored background in sports medicine, we'll probably know that psychomotor skills are a little bit more complex than you learn something at a specific time. Basically, he knows that, that her ability to walk is connected in more than one way to the moment she learned those specific skills. He would like to attempt some physiotherapy to try to get those memory mus mu that muscle memory back in order for her. It will take time, but it can be done. Meanwhile, while they're just sitting around cooking, Caster will start speaking to her in an infernal and try to do the thing where, uh, you know, he'll point at things and he'll say it in common. And then say it back in well, infernal. How would you, would you know that she can't speak anything other than that? Because I don't oh. think she's spoken yet. So I, oh, you're right. The thing is, I feel like that's a... might be hard to... You're, you're right, you're right. Well, he'd just be talking to her then. I mean, you can just she, do that. Oops, sorry, go ahead. You're good. Uh, she just sits. She, you get the sense she can hear you. But she's very much trapped in her own head. It's just kind of letting you talk. It's going to be mostly like, you know, asking if she's okay, if there's anything you can get her. Again, apologizing. That sort of deal. Uh, I'd like to say during my uh, all this moment would be uh, like setting up the alarm spell around the fire and the, the, the like where we're probably going to sleep. So and just be away from everybody. He 
like not wanting to really talk to them. Martha is going to go in and see Jason. Who is fast asleep and kind of fading in and out. She's going to just gently like pat his cheek like, honey, honey. For the first two pats she'll go through and then the third one will connect. But he'll he'll kind of like groggily wake up. Jason, she's going to take the crystal. Bite down on this. Let's hope that's how it's supposed to be. I hope it's not a suppository. <laughs> so you want him to like chew on it? I or mean, like usually it it's like... a breaking of a crystal, so. Um. Hmm. Um. Is that not what she was supposed to do with it? Um, it, it can be done with it. Thing is, is I've gone over this with somebody of what these things can do. They're a bit volatile at times. Oh, okay, no. okay, then she wouldn't do that. She would crack it over him then. How about that? Uh, I mean, you could have always asked somebody, you know, if they knew what it was. I feel like she's going off of the faith of her her, her deity. The only problem is I. She also hates her deity though at the moment. A love-hate thing currently, I would think. Yeah. Uh, see, mm, let me do me a favor. Roll me a one d one hundred. Seventy-eight. Okay, so you can crack it. Here's the situation with that. The moment it, it is cracked, it will create an explosion. Um, this isn't like normal crystals. These crystals come from Kodia's crystal completely and hold raw magic. Um, they are not like a travel crystal, which has been kind of refined and, and kind of built Oh god, up. so it is a suppository. <laughs> no. Um, if, if anything, he, he could have held it. Maybe that could have given him... Like, it's still going to do something for him. But it's just going to be a bit more volatile. Okay. Well, if she knows it's that a powerful crystal, would you say she knows? We can roll an arcana before you crack it. Because you've dealt with Matthew before. 17. Yeah, you'd probably know these things are a bit volatile. Um, probably because he tried something like that once. Probably. And it did not end well. Okay, she will basically use her very basic necklace building skills from when she was a little girl to sort of wrap it around, make it into a little necklace for him, put it on him. Mm -hmm. He'll he'll become substantial on a few seconds here and there. He might fade for a few seconds, but not nearly as bad as he was. Oh, thank the goddess. All right. You're going to be okay, son. Okay? I'm... I promise. Almost immediately. 
she'll just sort of pet his head, then head back out. I think Jason stabilized a bit better. That's a good thing. He's still fading in a bit, though. Uh, I... I'll be able to help him more at handsome. Right. How's that goat cooking? Um, I'll go get the spices for it. How do you, do you like like uh, ooh some garlic maybe or peppers, uh, red chili flakes? Garlic is said to ward off evil, at least where I come from. Where I come from, garlic is just really tasty and gives you bad breath. That's that's fair. I come from a scary place, as you may have noticed. With me ask it, it, it it's fine. My father could, used to eat pickled garlic cloves. It gave him the worst farts possible. Uh, could could someone gather some hefty sticks so that I don't have to stand here while this goat roasts for a couple hours? If that's okay. Uh, Castor's probably sitting there with Clista's like head on him, and he's not going to get up. Uh, I- I'll hold him, dear. Why don't you go get the sticks? Um, okay. So, so we'll go do that just so that way no one has to stand by the fire and just hold the goat for like three hours. It, it does smell very good. You know, goat testicles are considered the delicacy in most places. Not here. We'll leave them for the wolves. So, okay. uh, so we'll bring back sticks and kind of make like a makeshift A-frame kind of deal. I, I, if you need me to roll, I can. I, I would prefer not to, so survival is not good, but A-frames are, I think, a basic concept. I mean, if you get the sticks, worst-case scenario, Martha can do it herself. Yeah, that's fair. Um, In fact, she will. She will shoo you away, very politely. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um... You guys will hear a leer off in the distance. Oh. Uh, so it will... Can, can we tell which direction? Uh, from the direction you were coming from. Uh, the kingdom itself. Maybe a little bit uh, farther in the forest. It's heading towards this, this road, if not going down the road. You'd see Moment's head like snap to it. Uh, so it will ready shield and spear and kind of be sitting there like very tense uh everyone uh we need to be at uh half positions so i need someone up here with me a moment are you good he will look at you but he will he will come up like next to you thank you everyone else you may remain at ease until uh orders are called and so it uh will just kind of stand there and like literally just wait in like very obvious I if this is an ambush I will be ready for it position we was about to pray but here you go and he slaps you on the shoulder sir slaps slaps soot on the shoulder and um there And uh, then he goes back to behind the fire, 
and uh, he will begin to mumble. Although, if anyone's standing close enough and listening, it's not quite a mumbling as it is singing. Though he's not singing words, he's singing a different tune entirely to that which he cannot hear coming from the forest. Just a simple syllables. Sorry. Okay. Coming uh, down the road. I'm sorry. Oh, I was. Do you want to do that first? I was. No, I was just gonna ask uh, if the sound was like coming towards us, but you got it. My bad. So coming down the road, uh, dressed in this uh, bluish kind of toffee. I'd say it's a uh, cold weather jacket with a uh, like a white linen shirt underneath. The man will be wearing kind of this, a necklace with a coin on it. With dark hair, kind of five o'clock shadow going on, maybe a scar kind of around his nose. Um, you guys might notice this person. Um, he seemed to have been uh, in communications with Finn sometime during the main party. And he's just kind of playing his leer as he's walking down the, the, uh, the main road here, just kind of meandering. Okay. Soot will basically, upon recognizing the man, uh, put the spear and shield up. Atiz, everyone, uh, appears to be hopefully someone that we've met before and isn't hostile. Oh, there we go. I found a picture. I, the second you started describing the jacket, I, I was like, ah, I know who this guy is. Um, I'll get it again. Just so that we have it. For everybody who doesn't want to scroll. I think I replied to it, so it might have put the image down at the bottom. Hot, oh, yeah, I mean, hot tater tot. Yes. Okay. Hey, yep. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't... So it would have seen the guy, but I don't think any of us got his name, did we? Just Finn? I think no. Finn called him Robert once. In yeah. front of you guys. Before the okay. party, me and uh, uh, Zara and Finn were talking about him, so you would know his name is Robert. Martha's just going to do her fine familiar ritual in the background while all this is happening. Uh, I don't see you guys. He'll kind of come to a stop and pull his hands off the leer. Uh, hello. Greetings. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm okay, all things considered for the day. What brings you out this far? Oh, I'm traveling to uh, Sorlin. Next bit of job, play over there. We've got our thing with the king. How about you? Uh, we are currently on our way to Chansim. Uh We've made camp, just we had a bit of a day. Um, but you guys look familiar. Have I met I, you before? Hi, at uh, Lord Vagrant's party. Uh, <laughs> Where's Finn? I was going to teach him a song. Yep. I... Is he still here? Is he probably out collecting wood or something? No. It's okay. He's I'll wait dead. here. I'll surprise him. Oh, that. What? Okay, that's much less gentle than what I was going to say. Yes. He's best ripped off the bandage. Uh, he's gone. He's, I believe. He's dead. Two. No, the day after the party. Um, 
He, he, and a few of my cohorts went out to... Find uh, some slavers. No, well, no. They went out to check a disturbance, I believe, and so it's kind of doing that thing where you look at another person to kind of make sure you're getting the details right, looking at Caster. I don't know if Caster wants to confirm or deny the story, uh, but went out to investigate some mysterious happenings and in the process was struck down and unable to be revived. Um, so he is obviously no longer traveling with us. There's another student dead. Follies of adventuring. Yeah. Before he left, I promised I'd teach him a musics, teach him how to play the song that's in his heart. I guess that's not needed there. Life is, life is as beautiful as it is cruel and unjust sometimes. I think. Uh, any, uh, just a hard pivot. We've been out of uh, Fortosum for for a bit now. Uh, kind of got out while things are still hot. Uh, how how is everything? over there? Have they settled any new rulers in? Is, is everything okay? Yeah. Everything seems fine for now. Uh, Princess Uni, uh, Juni, uh, she's being taken in by a higher noble, uh, one of the ones for a higher name. Unfortunately, her husband's been disappearing, but uh, the Lady of Lord Vagrant is uh, taking care of her for now. She's uh, taking control for now as well and is trying to mend some sort of uh, ruffle in the treaty, apparently. Apparently there was a book uncovered that, uh, well, shows Lord Vagrant having slaves and uh, selling a uh, particular noble from Sorlem. So I have been asked as a favor to head to Sorlem and potentially talk through the situation before it breaks the treaty. Uh, a kerfuffle involving Lord Vagrant. Uh, he was a bit honest, of a creep. He, yes, that's essentially what I was going for, to be honest. Uh, not a great man. Um, not a huge fan of him. Technically, I am looking for him, uh, though not Lord Vagrant anymore. I guess this is, should probably be public information. Anyone, I don't think there's any harm in sharing this. Lord Vagrant has been possessed by a fiend of some sort, so if anyone spots him, he is to be not confronted by probably low-level guilds. I, I'd say that would be a, like an experienced or legendary guild uh, job, to, to say the least. I, I, I don't think a newbie guild should try to handcuff him and bring him in for his crimes. I'll say that. Uh, I probably agree uh, if he's been possessed. Problem is, is that's why I'm being sent to Sorlin. Uh They're looking at sending out uh, some guilds, looking for him, and uh, potentially try to bring him back uh, to be uh, prosecuted. The one thing Fortosum was able to do was uh, acquire a, a secondary treaty upon the treaty, I'd say. 
upon the uh, arrival of Lord Vagrant to Sorlin, they'd uh, kind of wipe the slate clean for the kingdom. But they are to punish him how they wish. Which is fine. Flortosum seems to have... Yeah, they've, they've washed their hands of the man at this point. I'd, I'd say that's a pretty lenient but just uh, addendum. Uh, I'm sure they'd do worse if he was there, but uh, not found, of course. Hmm. Okay. Yes, uh, moment will, for the first time since Soot came back, when he mentions about Lord Vagrant being possessed, he'll just look at him for a sec and then just look away, just like, what? Like, like, kind of like, what the, f- the, the heck? Nobody's <laughs> told me this. <laughs> oh, uh, I suppose that is new. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. A lot goes on with us. Moment, I apologize. I'm a bit, uh... He's not looking at you anymore. Not paying okay. attention to you. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sorry. Um, so, as I said, uh, feel free to make camp with us if you wish. Uh, we have plenty of goat to go to around. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, Sud is going to just uh, wander off back. I'd love to. I really would. But... Uh... I'm meeting a friend of mine, Wesley, over in Tansom. Before he heads north, I head east, you know, west. One of the two sideways directions. Not much for schooling myself. Well, I'd have to say west. He is Wesley. <laughs> Just a pan group, you. Ah. Uh, Hold on. That's uh, a good one. Okay, so he went on with us. Well, he's he's getting ready to. Um, he just kind of. But he he made it to Tansom before us. That's that's the thing. He just kind of dips set pretty early, and then he might make it before you. He might not. Um, he's just saying that he's going to continue through the nights in hopes of getting through. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Um. Hmm. Can I? Make an insight check against uh, moment again, if I if I may. Sure. Okay. It, it, I mean, insight will set the DC on that one. Okay. Dust is that acceptable to judge basically the cold shoulder that I assumed I'm getting? Uh, yeah. I, okay. I was about to ask, what are you insight? <laughs> yeah, that that reaction of basically like not acknowledging me. Okay. Uh, Whoa, I'm rolling hot. It's a 17 insight dust. What what do I roll against it? Uh you you create the DC. Because yeah. it it really depends on what he's trying to insight, so you have to entail you on that. Yeah, and... basically it's essentially like so it's been obviously noticing everyone's discomfort uh, for the past little bit. Uh but but moments was a little bit uh, surprising, honestly. At least to Soot. So Soot's trying to kind of gauge where they're at with moment. That's what that insight check is. I would almost say maybe a performance against it, like to show he, that there is nothing wrong. Like he's acting... Could. Like, yeah, he's acting like nothing's wrong. So... That's yeah. 
So a 17 versus a 7. Secrets. Uh, okay. Um, you chose to roll rather than setting a DC. So I, I, I know. I know. I know. So it's my own fault. And I'm trying to figure out how to word this right. Just looking around, like I don't know. Uh, you get the feeling that he's unhappy with all the things that have not been said, like things that have been kept for him, and the fact is that. There was a, a resurrection done on you, but not Finn, even though he would know that he didn't want to be brought back that way. And he's he's unsure of what he how the how he can how he views this group right now because the every time he they, we've done something, it's been something's gone wrong, or we brought some evil to back to from the world. And now you're talking about another person that you knew of that just that got possessed by something. So he's mostly he's just upset and doesn't know what to do. He oh. angry, no talk, me angry. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we'll still kind of step away from everyone, still be within sight of the camp, but step away from everyone. Um, I I will. No, yeah, y'all are y'all are good to do whatever for for a minute, I suppose. Do you go past the the alarm uh, uh, perimeter? Would I? I would have seen you put it up. Yeah, I was just standing yeah. there. Nah, so it'll probably stand at like like the edge of it and kind of just. I, I, okay, I should I should probably mention this. I I will I will say this in characters. Anybody goes past the 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 silver line that y'all see, there'll be a very loud clock sound alerting everybody that someone has come in or someone has left the square. So You'll probably hear that from when Robert came and left. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it'd, be like, it'd be like Big Ben like sounding the, the, the sound of like every hour. Just, just a big clock noise. Um, Zara would like to roll an insight against a uh, moment at this point. He will have had his eyes closed for most of this encounter, and it's quite surprised to see Robert on the road when he reopens them. So uh, he's interested in what Moment thinks of this whole thing. And with the, uh, the 19 insight, he's going to shout over to Moment. Moment! And he's going to Tap the ground beside him where he's sitting crisscross as if to beckon him. He'll he'll walk over and, and sit down, but not really once again not looking at, at uh at Zer. I don't think you knew that today was Finn's day. What do you mean Finn's day? It's true. It's the fourth day since his death. For the first three days, Srosh, the angel, looks over the souls of the departed. And on the fourth day, Dom, the angel of guidance, guides the soul down the river, down to Rashnu, which you might know as Harvestrum. Now, I don't know if Finn's soul has 
entered the stream since we last heard that he didn't. But if he did, it would have been on this day. And for that, it's Finn's day. I've been praying all day. Is that I thought you did? might want to join me. This is what uh, you do in your neck of the woods, I, I assume? Yes, that's why I was kind of more lighthearted the first few days after Finn's death than most people. That's why I don't seem to mourn the same way. Truth be told, I've been having trouble grieving in this land. Everything seems so backwards. But today is the day that I mourn. And I'm sorry for your loss. As you said that, he'll look up. Uh, the first time in a while, look up at you. And say, thank you. It's a it's a different way of of how I've dealt with my own mourning. I've always looked at it as like like everything as as time. Time doesn't move doesn't go back, it goes forward. When the event happens, you deal with it then and then move on. You can't change what happens. It's... Yes, but like a fine wine, some things need a chance to ferment. That is true also. It's honestly never looked at that way. But I would like to to try it your way. Pray for pray today. For the fourth day. Yes, for the fourth day. Uh, but what do we say? I mean, I, I, you know, can you lead the way? Oh, um, well, it's a little more simple. Um, where I come from in the sands, we don't really pray with scripture or anything monumental we pray by practicing music which is highly appropriate given what Finn did for a living I don't have a musical bone in my body or or sing well so well then we'll start there everyone needs a good voice I'm sure yours is just hidden you know and... Finn said something something similar and even he was like, yeah, you can't sing. Um, and then, um, I think from there, Zer is just going to sing a few melodies using his mnemonic syllables and have um moment to try to repeat them. Only, like, three or four syllables at a time and just 
get a few few lines down and and see how he does and and coach him and just like have a bonding moment you know you know like two I, brothers i will also say as he's like singing he has pulled out what you what you notice is a a lantern and he's kind of just like it's like a bronze oil lamp and he's just kind of messing with it like almost like he's just like cleaning it but it's kind of just something to distract his hands so as he's as we're having this musical lesson and i know just yeah all right is there anything else we'd like to do for the night I guess Caster will just be sitting there, you know, not doing much. He's not going to eat. He's, uh, he'll be just lightly singing in Celestial. Maybe Zareth can catch the words coming off of his lips because I think Zareth's the only one else who speaks it. But he's just trying to provide whatever comfort he can to Callisto because she has been catatonic. Speak it as well. I, I was going oh, to say. You're, you could roll an insight check on her if you wanted to. Caster's not going to roll insights right now. He doesn't like think she's lying or anything. Oh, um, by the way, how did she respond to the, um, the, the physiotherapy? I never rolled for that. Um, about as good as to be expected on the first try. Uh, probably not great. Subsequent rolls will follow. Okay, about as good as can be expected is probably better than to be expected, in my opinion. So um, he'll uh, he'll fill in Castro on that, since there doesn't understand really what's going on with her speech. Um, Castro doesn't understand that either. Actually, can I do a thing? Um, sure. I'm just going to pull out a piece of paper and just like a stick of charcoal I would imagine I have on me somewhere knowing Callisto she has random stuff um, and just write on the piece of paper uh, Zer do you know sign? question mark and then hold it up and show it to him in what um, language would that be written? I w okay, this is an interesting part of contention because she would have learned to write later in life, but would she remember how to write in common? We also would have learned to spell Zara's name much, much later in life. Yeah, I'd say writing is probably easier. Okay. Probably. See, I'd say you retain it, like I said, but there's there's like a limit to a certain degree with with physical capabilities of speaking it. Yeah. Her her handwriting is also a lot messed. Has anybody seen her handwriting? I don't think anyone's seen her handwriting. Her handwriting is normally very good. It is notably very messy at this point that she holds it up. Is it like Martha level, like second grader? <laughs> I wouldn't say second grader. I would say like like just kind of you know how when you carve into a tree? It's Chicken like scratch. that. It's like raid it's like she's still pissed. There's that aspect of it. And then also she's just like lost 
a lot of brain. So. Um. So Zerd knows how to respond to this, but he doesn't know how much um, uh, Callisto will be able to pick up. I don't think either of us do. <laughs> so he's um, he's going to sign a little bit. He's going to be, I don't know, um, a lot of sign. But I know that there are languages or races that have evolved very sophisticated sign languages, like the drow. Um, I'm not sure, and he'll do the sign for I'm, I don't know again. I don't know if there is a standard for common, but Perhaps some of you might explore that with me one day. Does she understand that? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Sorry, I need a minute. I'll be right back, guys. You're good. Go live your life. Well. Hi, guys. Hello. You hear and Schnuffles <laughs> has yeah. appeared. Little baby. <laughs> Just first off, why mess with the orb? Second off, why talk to the obviously undead lich? And she was making sure none of y'all got killed. Callisto, you pushed it. I yeah. was if I she, did. If she hadn't, there was a part of me that was like, I'm going to attack it. I'm just going to kill it. I, I'm just, I'm going to set this candle off. That's that's what that Arcana check at the beginning was for, was like, Soot <laughs> is going to attack unless they know what this is, in which case they will not attack. And that's why Soot was just like, nah, man, y'all got it. Y'all do stupid stuff. I'm not going to, like, Soot will die to protect y'all, but Soot isn't going to die so that y'all can also die. Like, me jumping in the way of a bullet with a bad guy with, like, three more clips isn't gonna do anything else. I don't want to hog more screen time, but I do have another soot scene, another conversation involving soot, but if anyone else wants to do anything, please, by all means. Could it wait for one more night? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just don't want to sit there. I've, I've been talking a lot this episode, and I don't want to hog up yeah. the, the talking. Well, that, and if we can kind of wrap it for the night here, we can do more conversation over travel, and then more once we hit Tansom. That's a pretty good idea. It's, it's not a bad place yep, to yep. stop. We've made camp for the night, and we can yeah. start. And, and maybe next time, maybe tomorrow, we won't wake up a lich. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, just, we'll just wake up a Tarrasque. That's it. Yep, you got it. Hey, listen, Dust knows. Dust has got it. We'll do that. We can wake up... Uh, I wonder if the lich thing. realized Martha's a lich sympathizer. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. Could I, I? It doesn't have to be any time soon, but I'd like to rec uh, request a scene with Moment and trying to contact his uh, goddess because she's she was mad as well. Okay. But it, like I said, don't have to be any time soon. It just. I don't know, he feels like maybe she might have answers he's looking for. 
Maybe we can find group answers at Tansom, which is like the holy city, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good hope. Onwards. We're one goat down, but that's okay. We still have plenty of goats. So. We picked what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Corey. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, but yeah, we. I think you guys got like, what? One more goat left? No, no, no. Yeah. We have cherry, peaches, what? pumpkin, and pecan. Also, you got more than... About three or four of them. Yeah. Because we bought four. five. Also, I can't believe you took the best pie first, Martha. How just truly a crime. Rhubarb is absolutely horrid. Y'all are wrong. Y'all are wrong yeah. for that. Y'all aren't... Dust, you're southern. How can you side against rhubarb? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's I, southern and he's sick of rhubarb. <laughs> I, I mean, mostly I've had it with other things like strawberry rhubarb. I haven't had like just plain rhubarb pie. I also always love a good food that if you don't do it right, will kill you. And rhubarb is one of those. Exactly. Um, it's you got the leaves are extremely poisonous, if I believe correctly. Same thing with potatoes. Fun fact, the leaves and if you eat a raw potato, it can make you sick. Leaves are full poisonous to eat. So <laughs> make sure you peel them if you get some uh, potatoes with eyes. You don't want Everybody likes a good tater. Tatus. So, yes. After a long and eventful night, you guys will get a full night's rest. Next morning, the sun will be up. It'll be kind of bright. I'm saying it's going to be a little warm. Um, you guys are on the fourth of Solmorum, I believe. No, oh, Solmorum. Yeah, next month. So you're um, probably like late summer. It's probably going to be around, I'm going to say, 86, 87 degrees out today. It is a warming. Um, for those of us in metal or anything that's shiny, be prepared for your degrees to go up by at least four. So we're talking about 90 degrees for those wearing full armor. What about um, people who are chonky? Probably a little bit less than that, but a little bit more than like that. So somewhere in between. It's going to be warmer, but it's not going to be unbearable. You're not going to have, like, sun beating down on this, like, metal that, like, be heated and warmed through the sun. It's, it's horrible with, with, with armor. Red tiefling, heat resistant. Yeah, let me hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Martha is miserable just because she hates hot weather. <laughs> uh, like, so. like... Oh, go ahead, Corey. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, so it's double dying because it's like chainmail. Actually, the, the way that I have it is so it doesn't wear chainmail or their chainmail all the time. But they also do wear like, what is that, Regency era garb? Like with like the frilly stuff and everything. I mean, there's there's pictures. So it is not comfortably dressed for warm weather. I'll say that. Well, you guys will find yourself along the road the next day. You guys still seem to be protected by the crystal. And for the most part, I'd say throughout the travels, you guys aren't really going to have anything that you're going to run into that's of any importance, really. The road seems mild and normal from all this. But uh, you guys will make uh, fairly decent travel. Let me kind of see how much farther you guys have to get. You can make it to Tansom by the end of today. 
Get so. those goats going. Uh, are we following the road? Of course. Or are we just cut straight through? Well, with the cart, it would probably be better to go the road. I mean, all I'm saying is, think of what other shenanigans we could get in if we just leave the cart and go straight through. Exactly, so we'll take the road. Damn. <laughs> all right, so... Upon making it to Tansom, there is going to be a few revelations. Um, one, this is going to be, I think, Caster's home, isn't it? Uh, for all intents and purposes, yeah. So, you probably came from a different place, but you, you worshipped here. You, you learned your I trade. I grew up here. Yeah. The place isn't much different than when you left it. Um, people are oddly nice. Um, people just waving, saying hello the moment you enter. They don't even need to know your name. They don't even need to know who you are or why you carry your weapons. Uh, they say peace to you, blessed be the crystal, um, kind of stuff like that. Uh, you might hear a couple of other like pantheon blessings from like Pesca or Beska. There's Hevestus. There's a whole bunch of places. Tetra. Um, what would happen if Martha says blessed be Mordebjorn? No reaction. Uh, they'd probably like nod and say thank you, uh, genuine like uh, like a genuine thank you, but nothing like, oh that deity. Um, I don't think they're gonna be. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're gonna be too upset. Or like a confusion, like who the heck is that? <laughs> eh, maybe not. Uh, with the way this place is, it's it's kind of a mixed conglomerate of humans, elves, dwarves, dragonborn, a couple of goblins mixed in. Um, she's it, 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 oops, sorry. She's definitely going to try and see if there's any temple to Mordebjorn here. If there was anywhere else that would have one, it would be Tamsum. Uh, roll me a 1d100, please. Come on. They do. It is just not nearly as large as any of the other temples that they have dedicated to other deities. It's like an outhouse. <laughs> um... It's more like a statue with, like, say, one of those, like, um, what are they called? It's got four legs, tapestry Shrine. over top of it. Kinda. It's, uh, it's, it's a half-assed shrine. It's got, like, four posts in the ground and a single roof over the actual statue itself. Um, with a couple of pots and stones in front of the statue for your, your actual... Um, rituals and incense and other such things that you might need. How many offerings are there? <laughs> None. Oof. Yeah, it, it looks nearly empty. Martha will toss in four silver. Okay. Now, I will say that as you guys are going through this, uh, there are also still people's homes. Uh, the one thing that you'll notice is that none of the homes here have doors. None of them. This place seems to be uh, kind of the village shall raise us sentiment. Um, no locked doors. Everybody shares everything. If you need it, they'll happily hand it to you. Um, at one point, you might see somebody actually literally like take the shirt off their back and give it to another person because they got muddy. Um, so it's, it's just kind of one of those generally nice places. 
Don't like it, but something's wrong. In the dead center of this town is a rather large tower. Um, we're talking probably 17, 18 stories. Um, it's huge. It could probably rival about half the size of the castle in Fortosum. And it's kind of ornate and designed with like depictions of the crystal and its fallings, its outer shells. And um, this large temple is dedicated to the crystal itself. The one thing that I would say that is unusual about this area is the sound of wind chimes. There are wind chimes heckin' everywhere. On the corners of houses, inside doorways, on the side of a stone, even if the wind doesn't blow it. It's just kind of laying there. Um, some are made out of metal, some are made out of wood, some are made out of glass, and they, they it kind of gives a mixture of, of not just wooden tings, but like metal and, and kind of a whole bunch of weird sounds going on. Now, the place does smell a bit like roses. Um, there's a reason for that, because if, if you look past the town, just at the edge of Codius Crystal, because you are at the edge of the crystal at this point, you'll see that the whole kind of water from one side of the wall to the other is just filled to a certain degree of just rose petals. Like, they just petal the water around the edge of town for God knows why. Um, yeah. What would happen if the goats start eating the rose petals? Oh, the well, then I, they'd have to kind of wade out into the water a bit. You'd have to like take them off the cart, and I think at this point they're kind of tied to the cart to the point where I don't. They're eyeballing them though. <laughs> yeah, probably heavily eyeballing. So, what would you guys like to do now that you're in Tansom, fresh arrival? Uh, Zara would like to mark out the, um, because he noticed the wind chime is made of glass. He'd like to mark out for the future the location of the glass blowing furnaces in the, I imagine there's some sort of artisanal. Yes, uh, uh, there is an artisanal, I, I would like to say huge, like, craft room in the main castle. Uh, you can kind of see crafters in and out through a side door, and you can kind of like see the heat from the doorway. So they've probably got all types of, of, of heating utensils and tools and another such thing. You've got people just in the outside of that room as well onto the, the, the side cutting wood and, and chopping and getting nails ready. So it's, it's more of a craft area there. Near the main gate to the right of it, there is a small building, and that's mostly due to like it's crafting, but that's where you get the materials. It's where you buy the sand. It's where you buy all the um, kind of like the pigments for glass and everything else that you might need. Okay. As well as nails. I was um, I was trying to earlier. I just didn't couldn't find a place to interject. Felt uh, pretty pretty cramped up um, during the trip overnight and stuff. Would Caster have heard from the god that speaks to him in his head when he was praying? Probably not yet, no. Okay. You it's... will feel the return of your powers, though. I know. Just but... not as you would remember nice. them. Not as holy? He doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Is there, like, a sending station? Like, a station where people have the spell sending? You could communicate, uh with uh, some of the uppers in Tansom. 
if if that's what you're looking for, you could probably like try to tag somebody down and be like, hey, do you have sanding? Uh, and they'd simply tell you like uh, the best thing to do is to talk to the high priest in the uh, large chapel. Uh, if anything, he'd be the one to be able to help you. Uh, they do have kind of like a vault of magical stuff down below that could potentially be of some use. Uh, some high-level magic, some low-level magic, just some simple stuff. So, the big church or any of the churches? The big church. The crystal oh, church. Oh, God. All right. She'll definitely want to stop by there, but... Let's do other people's stuff first. <laughs> uh, Moment would like to make a note to see if he sees any church to to Lady Lady uh, got it. Pesca. Brain was drawing a blank. Oh yeah, there's. Um, she's probably gonna have one of the. I want to say a decent size, not a large, but a decent size. Um, she's going to be somewhere near the main gate near the entrance. Pesca seems to be one of the most worshipped so far. Um, so they've given her prime real estate for adventurers traveling by. It's free real estate. Can I do like an insight check to see if any of the temples draw out to me or pull out to me? Either insight or religion? I mean, sure. I mean, you grew up, you kind of were... Yeah, I know, but I'm talking here, so. more of like a, you know, a base level feeling. Like you should go there. Like now that his powers are back, does a does there a bigger draw from a different one? Okay. Um you can give me an insight real quick and we can see. That is a twelve. I will use my inspiration. Alrighty. That's a sixteen. So with a sixteen, you're gonna feel you can't quite tell if it's something mystical or it's just something that kind of catches you, but there's two pools. Um, there is one to Havestrum, and then one to uh, a shrine for Pelikos. So, Caster is going to look at both of them. Which one seems to be more heavily trafficked? Uh, probably currently, due to there being a funeral not too long ago, probably um, Hervestrum. So he'll go to the, the shrine then. Because he doesn't want to go where there's too many people. Okay, so you go to the Pelicos? Yeah. Okay. Um, adorned on this, because uh, it's it, this one's more of a hut. Uh, this one actually has walls. Um, and kind of decorated around the area are these uh, feathers, dove feathers. They're kind of tied with a little bit of, uh, I'd say, gems or jewels. Not really gems or jewels. They're not really expensive, but they're, they're little knickknacks, uh, necklaces, earrings, just kind of adorning the, the, the feathers and then just kind of hanging from the ceiling. And in the dead center, you see this, this statue to this armored man with large, like, angelic wings that are spread over 90% of most of this little hut. And the wingspan is, is quite large. We're, we're talking, if you're looking at the statue, probably about two feet longer than your actual wingspan when your wings come out. Do the feathers look familiar? They look like dove feathers. Um, do, they, do they look like the feathers I see when I have my visions? Is what I'm asking. 
Not exactly, but from the same creature, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say they're the exact same feathers, but they are from the same creature, yes. Is there like a priest in here? No, not currently. Okay. Well, I guess Caster will like bow his head and say a prayer and this prayer goes something along the lines of I did worship Demeter and I'm not sure where I'm supposed to go now. But I feel pulled to here and to harvest room. And Roll me, okay. Roll me two D100s, and then I'll let you finish, and then I'll ask for a third. Forty forty, nice. Um, then he'll say, "I'm having a crisis of faith, and I don't know what to do." Let's get one more D100. Yeah. 84. So, it's not really an answer. You don't really feel anything. But coming from one of the windows, uh, you'll see kind of like this parchment, this free leaf parchment that is just going to kind of blow through and get itself caught on the, the right wing just towards the other window as if it was trying to really like catch that wind and blow all the way through the building. But it just couldn't make it. Castor will reach for it. All right. Uh, inside are um, a list of rules that you've seen before. Um, it's probably some freely from uh, one of the, the trainees for the Church of the Crystal. You know that the Crystal doesn't really have a lot of rules. Um, Typically, they give you food if you need it, clothes if you need it, a place to stay, bed. Um, but the one rule, one of the two rules that they ask is, one, don't kill people, two, be polite, and three, never go in the basement. Ever. Caster remembers that rule. Yeah. Um, but with that, down below, past the rules, there are a little bit of scribblings. Um, and it's saying something about Northern to Blarg, um, better sighting of crystal, look elsewhere. Tansom is a no-go. Maybe another adventure, fresh on his heels. Um, does this, from Caster's time here, does this shrine usually have a priest or not? Yes. Yeah, he usually comes later in the day. Uh, the gentleman is uh, a little bit on the old side, um, and he he does do some travel to some, some more closer kingdoms. Um, if you've been here a while, you probably have a schedule on the wall right now. Uh, for another, I'd say another 24 hours, he might still be in travel from Fortosa. Okay. Caster was going to wait for him, but that doesn't make any sense now. So, Caster also does not have a single cent to his name, so there's nothing he can put in. I guess he can put in a block of incense. Okay. Like a, a box. 
you'll hear um, the moment that you kind of like um, kind of donate above the little donation box will be this this uh, kind of magical dove that will bow to you, kind of flutter some wings a bit before it'll disappear again, like an enchantment. Caster will return to try to find the group. Right. How's everybody else doing? Before Caster left, so it would have. Uh, are you able to arrange for lodging like you were back in Fortosum, or should I um, arrange a place for us to stay outside of a temple? I can check. Um... The only problem is I don't have my holy symbol on me anymore. Uh, fair I, enough. It might have, if somebody picked it up, I might be able to get us some lodging at the Temple of Demeter. I, but if not, I, I can try. How about to Listos make things... sits back and bites her useless tongue. I'll. Just to make things easy, I'll just find some lodging at a hotel, or a, a hotel, at an inn, and uh, make sure that uh, we all have a, a nice place to stay. A uh, moment, we'll, we'll speak up, and I, I actually could get us probably a few rooms at the Lady Pesca's search. That would uh, work. Okay, yeah, that would that would work as well if everyone is comfortable with that just to make sure we get lodging out of the way before it becomes an issue. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so we'll then head to a church of Harvestra. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> it is probably not one of the most worshipped places. In fact, it is kind of pushed back towards the uh, back end of the area. Um, I will say that uh, the god of death, who revels in death, or used to revel in death, isn't necessarily probably one of the most fondest people in a place so kind. Um, but uh, the the altar that is made for him is mostly made out of onyx, that type of stone, uh, as well as some ash-burnt wood that seems to have been treated in some way. So it's not meant to like really decay. decay. But it's got that searing on it. You see, like the crackles where the the fire has ravished the wood, and it it just kind of sits there, a little dusty. You got some skulls here and there in the corner, uh, but really, no one's here, not really. Uh, so we'll kneel in front of the altar, uh, take, put fish out their signet ring, which at this point is just the ring they took the gem off for their uh, symbol. Put a coin under it, lay the ring on top of the coin, and then pull out their holy symbol and just kind of delve. Not necessarily like looking to pray, but just looking for like a moment's silence and kind of a quiet contemplation type deal. Okay. Well, with that, and with all of our travels, it has hit nighttime. The sun has gone down. And you guys can happily hear the crickets. Even if you're in the temples, these things are loud. You're talking like country villa. So these things are kind of growing unhindered. Uh, but you have more than enough free time to pray, however you like. Uh, 
what would we like to do next? Caster will attempt at camp or at the um, the wagon. We'll attempt to use lesser restoration on Callisto just to see if it helps her out at all. Hmm. In one of the disease conditions afflicting a condition can be blinded, deaf and paralyzed, or poisoned. Unfortunately, it has no effect, but the spell did go off. He'll just look troubled. He doesn't really have too much else that he can he can go to. I mean, he could help out everybody if everybody wanted to feel a little bit better. But that's up to them. Callisto, watching Caster do this. She's not happy with him, but he's trying really, really hard, and she gets that. She just kind of sighs, and then reaches into her pocket and takes his hand. He'll, like, look down at it, and he'll smile, and he'll give it a squeeze, and you'll see he's still kind of, like, he's happy, but he's, he's still thinking. You can see he's, like, racking his brain for anything that he might be able to As you take your hand away, your holy symbol of Demeter is in your hand. He'll smile at that, and um, he'll put it back on. Needs his holy symbol. Um, can I do a medicine check just out of curiosity just to see if there's anything I might be able to do to help? Sure. Man, I've been rolling like crap today. 13? Um, judging by what she's going through, maybe a greater restoration? Hmm. Let me, how much do you reckon that would cost for me to have a high priest cast? Uh, well, it's fifth level. Mm, positive energy undo. Oh, yeah. It is worth about 100 gold. Probably the cost of the diamond dust. Which is how much? 100. 100 gold. I have that lead box that's worth 50. Um, I have she three gold. Says... Huh? Uh, sorry. I was gonna say, she just says to you in Infernal, I made my choice. Worry about yourself. I don't have anything else to worry about. Eyebrows go straight up. My... Powers seem to be back and working. Everybody's alive. You, on the other hand, aren't doing good. And that is now my primary worry. She thinks for back a second on how to phrase this. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, she thinks for a second on how to phrase this and says, Are your powers the way that you want them? I don't know. It feels different, but 
a temple called to me, but the priest isn't there. So I won't be able to talk to him until tomorrow. So until then, I can focus my efforts on this. If I can, with the other others, get together a hundred gold, we can find a high priest and have them cast greater restoration on you. I have half the cost right here, and he's holding the box. I no longer need it because it doesn't hold the crystal. I said don't worry about me. Please. There's also the orb that you could put in the box. Uh, which one? The orb that you collected. Oh, that orb. Yeah, yeah that uh, orb. I, actually, I was going to say, uh, Glista says, uh, orb. Orb, can I see orb? Um, I've been trying not to touch it. Do you want to touch it? Uh, or do you want me to just have... hold it so you can see it in the bag? I have, uh, I have glove. She holds up, a, like, a leather glove. He will... Gardening glove. From his bag, take the orb in the pouch. And he'll hold it out to her, but he won't let go of it yet. He'll be like, why are we only talking in Infernal? You know I'm rusty. Yes. I am rustier in common at the... I don't know how to explain, but the demon, not demon, Eh. Thank you. How do you know that word in Infernal and I don't? <laughs> the Lich. It took a very important part of my mind. Which is why I can't walk. Or talk in anything other than this and uh, uh, the, the, the fairy fairy language. He will drop the orb into your glove, and then he will say in Infernal, you know, I'm still going to worry about you. You can't stop me. Especially if you can't walk. And he's going to smile about that. She just kind of narrows her eyes, but takes the orb. Um, if I... I... <laughs> Corey, I don't want to distract you from the cuddles. <laughs> this is too cute. Um, if she looks at the orb for long enough, is there any, like, mechanics to it, or is it just an orb? Well, speaking of deeply looking at the orb, um, now that it has been, uh, more or less removed, uh, it's been kind of covered in some things, maybe some of the moss has kind of come off of it, uh, I need you to roll me a constitution save. Oh, God. Both of us? With gloves? Just her. She's the one inspecting it. Oh, I'm, I'm sitting there looking oh, at it. Oh, inspecting it. Okay, sure. Oh, then you too. Wait, is it like That's a Medusa a... orb? That's an eight. Orb. Both uh, of you turned to stone. It's the orb uh, from Spongebob. No. Worse. <laughs> no. Oh. oh, no. Wait, where where are they? 
I will. I'm sure. in the wagon. <laughs> Probably in the wagon. Okay, we'll get to him tomorrow. It's fine. So you guys will know because the wagon will stop. And here's why: petrification takes your weight and adds an extra little zero onto the end of it. So if you're around 200 pounds, you now weigh 2,000 pounds. If you weigh 150 pounds, you now weigh 1,500 pounds. Thank God the wagon is, can take it. Is this? before or after we've split up because at least in my head this was like after we split up they just went back to the cart to do this yeah that's what I, th I thought the cart was just chilling in town yeah. I would say the goats would have problems if they are full statues in the cart the oh, goats yeah. might have issues yeah I, we're, we're probably not pulling right now I just assumed yeah we were like parked like we had given it to the valet and they had parked and they just went back to the cart because that is also technically our guild hall is inside there um, so yeah, we'll find him tomorrow, I'm sure, um, or later on this evening. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, um, continue that lovely scene from where you guys were going to inevitably left off by having Zare come for Callisto's nightly physio, because he would rather do that before his glass working, before he gets up a nasty sweat. Um, so I'll have Zare arrive at the wagon and discover them. Now now they have they have frozen that it's thick Pikachu. It's literally a Pikachu with a butt. This and are selling this. They're selling us for fifteen dollars. That's Thick a very expensive oh, Pokemon card. They're probably worth the money. Okay, Pokemon I thought you were talking about the chunky Pikachu, <laughs> the original one that's like fifty bucks each. Okay. The oh, moves you mean are clap Pikachu? and Thundercheek. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I saw that. I had to. Um, how they they are like? I'm assuming. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm imagining a situation where I come into the the wagon, or um, yeah, the wagon, and the the two of them are kind of frozen in a tableau where they're like both inspecting the orb. Yeah, and I'd say because I don't think there are any like lit candles inside, especially when just traveling. So it's probably dark. You might not even notice right away their stone. That's true. Um, well, that's Calisto, not saying that you wouldn't be able to figure it out quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, Calisto, I think it's time for our. Uh... Sorry, she. Is inspecting an orb of yarn. <laughs> Other than I see, I see it was, it was hard. Well, well, that'd be honest. Um, it was, he said it was about the size of, uh, uh, so, so, uh, your nightly physio therapy techniques over the years to help strengthen muscles but I um ask her 
are are you Oh no. Can I see the orb from where I stand? You could take a look at it if you wish. I don't want to look at it. I just want to know if I can see it. Well, chances are, if you can see it, you might fall under its effects. Okay. Um, well, then, uh, <laughs> combining both of those statements, <laughs> you like I'm going to assume, assume that I see it, and I'm going to give it a kick. So what give me would a you con like save first? first. Okay. Do you want the bad news? Do you want the inspiration news? I'm going to use inspiration. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Oh, God. There we go. Oh, you're good there. 19. So a 14 almost didn't do it. A 19, you'll be safe. Um, But yeah, this thing is not giving off the greatest of vibes. Now, I will say to kick it, it would mean you would have to kick it from her hands and potentially break her as a statue. She's holding it like this. There's probably the bags right. on the ground. I'm, I'm pretty confident with my with my my footwork. To be honest, right. as a martial artist and a dancer, so I'm gonna You're going it. to not like full on like I'm not gonna sacrifice strength for accuracy. Is give me sleight of hand. Sleight of hand? Okay. Yeah. Um can I add my proficiency modifier to that? Yeah, if you're proficient. Oh uh, only if I'm proficient? If you're proficient, yeah. Oh okay. I th- I was okay. Um then I'm not. <laughs> okay. Sleight of hand, um, that's an eight. Um, I'd say you probably right. give it a, a, like a light kick. You're not going to break anything, but it definitely did not remove it from the hand. Ah, okay. It's cramped in here. You thought maybe, you know... If oh, you, got, like, you know what? That's bleeding. true. That's, that's, it's a very awkward place. Me putting myself on one foot probably shifted the cart itself. Um, but... Uh, um, the bag would be on the ground. The bag. Tell me about the bag. What's significant about the bag? The pouch that it was contained in before. Okay. I have an idea. I'm going to grab the bag. Mm -hmm. Now that I know where it is, I'm just going to... Everyone have goldfish, goldfish as a kid? And you had to like scoop them out for their cleaning of the of the thing, and no. you kind of ha- had to dip the the net in the, oh, the, the water, yeah. and, and so it's going to be like that, except with the bag, and okay. trying to like blindly like encapsulate the orb with the bag and turn it over and shake it till that's at the bottom of the bag, and then pull the drawstring closed. Yeah, I won't make you roll for that, but I will say. The moment that it leaves your guys' visual eyesight from your alignment from stone, and the moment it leaves your hand, you will come back to normal. And for you guys, it'll have been no time at all. 
you will okay, so just don't even holding know. it. No, yep. You'll just have been holding it, and then you're not. And there's a new person behind you. It infernal Callisto just goes, the Oh. Oh, hi, sir. Zareth Callisto says hi. Oh, when did you get here, Zareth? I, I wave, and I have I have the um, the bag with the drawstring around my middle finger, so I'm waving at you with the bag. And then I grab it, I hand it to Caster, I look at Callisto, nothing judgmental or anything, but just kind of like an open stare, like, something just happened, and I'll give you a minute to figure it out, kind of look, and then I'll hand it to Caster, and I'll say, don't take this out again. I'm thinking I should sell it. Maybe that's a talk that we should have with the group, but I well, don't see any immediate reason why that's a terrible idea. Well, Zareth, um, and this will be in Celestial, by the way. Zareth, if if we can get about 100 gold, we can get Callisto's condition fixed. 100 gold, get it fixed. Guarantees. Uh, um... From my medical knowledge and what I know of spells, a greater restoration ought to do it. Um, how much? How much do we have already? I have nothing, but the box that I have is worth fifty. The lead box you and I bought. Um, and who knows how much this orb is worth? Well, with the box alone, uh, not alone, but with the box, we have enough. And he'll pat his coin pouch. And give him a slight wink. Do you want to go see what we can do? Uh, sure. Um, but I thought I would work on Callisto's legs for a minute before I go and finish something up, a personal project at the hot shop. I might be able to find a buyer in the crafting stations. Yes, I was, I was just going to say that you wouldn't have to work on her legs if we just if it worked. I, I feel like I need to mention, sorry. Um, Callie, this entire time has been just blue screening trying to figure out what just happened. Just, she should is never clueless. Oh, oh, that's um, right, you guys were speaking in a different language. <laughs> yes, he'll, he'll continue the conversation in Celestial. That, that makes sense. However, I was never one to turn down a free massage, but that's not my place. Uh, maybe you should inform Callisto that you were both petrified in the gentlest way possible. Um, Castor will turn to Callisto, and in Infernal, he will speak to her. Apparently, the orb turned us both to stone. There is a series of rapid blinks. And then she just says, Oh. Somehow that isn't the weirdest thing that's happened today. No, not quite. Zara gets up to leave, but is Caster still holding his holy symbol? He's got it around his neck. It's attached to a necklace of black pearls. 
Um, Zareth is going to turn to leave with the, the box. Yes. And he stops at the door and he turns back to Castor and he says, I see you found your holy symbol. In Celestial, apparently Callisto found it. I'm just, regardless, glad it made it back to you. You know, gods are actually very fragile things. If they weren't, they would not be so easily offended. All it takes to defeat a god is to disbelieve, forget, or stop worshipping them. The problem with that is that I believe most gods do great many a good thing for people. So those things rarely happen, which I think is a good thing for us and them. Caster will nod and he'll squeeze his holy symbol and he'll look to Zareth and he'll give a bit of a smile and he'll say, I can't help but feel comforted by having this again. It's one of my oldest possessions. I gave away one of my other oldest ones, and Callisto has my actual oldest gold possession. Zareth will smile, and he'll uh, weigh the box in his hand, and he'll pat his coin purse, and uh, he'll say, what was the reagent you needed? Maybe I can get that at the same time. Uh, what was it? It was 100 gold of diamond dust, Corey? Right. Okay. I think I can figure out a place to find that. Um, maybe at a uh, metal grinders or something of the like. Um, Caster? Hmm. Death is not the greatest loss in life. The greatest loss is what dies inside us before we do. And he'll turn and leave. Castor will nod, and then he'll still stay sitting there with Callisto. And in Infernal, is there anything I can do for you? Uh, she'll respond to Infernal. Honestly, at this point, I don't know. There's a lot going on in my brain at the moment. And surprisingly, a lot of nothing. So, I'm not, I, I don't have a good answer. Would you like me to take you outside so you can look at the stars? She, she kind of like looks down and blushes a little bit and says, I hate to ask you to carry me, but yes. Yes, I Castor, would like that very much. Castor will smile and he'll scoop her up and carry her out of the cart into uh, maybe kind of close to like the, the outer river area where there's the rose petal water and everything. Nice clear clearing so all the stars can be visible. He said it's nighttime, so somewhere nice. He probably knows all the coolest spots in Tansom. You kids have fun now. Don't do anything too naughty. 
She calls out to you. Castro will ignore it and then find, <laughs> find a nice place and just sit out with Callisto and watch the stars. Right. I uh, I think. Oh, I had no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I think Callisto, seeing the rose petals, would just take one of the petals off of her own horn vine, and put it in the water, and just watch it go. Do you touch the water? Yeah. Am I gonna get petrified again? Um, no, but I am going to need a con save. Oh, yeah. Okay. God damn it. So a little while ago, I explained the effects of pure wild magic. Um, no. Undefined magic. Um, Kodia's Lake is latent uh, with this Ca stuff. Before, before that goes through, Caster knows that vividly from living here, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you've probably seen your fair share of magic sickness. He would have told her, do not, whatever you do, don't touch the water. I hate to say she would have listened to him, but I also kind of want to honor the natural one. Roll me <laughs> a slight hand. If you're slick enough, okay. you can still pull away. And if you roll bad, that unfortunately means you just could not avoid it. Fair enough. Give me a sec. For some reason, it always takes me forever to do this. It always like exits out before I can see things. Hold on. Was it fourteen? Successful, I'd say. But uh, kind of like even putting your hand near it, you're gonna feel this like pulse. It's I wouldn't even say pulse. There's just something pure about it, but pure in like a sickening way. Have you ever looked at something and went, oh my god, that's too much chocolate, I'd get sick? Yes. Basically, this is, oh my god, that's too much magic, I'm gonna get sick. <laughs> yeah. It's like the richness of a chocolate cake to your senses. Yeah, so Caster, it would, yeah, he would have warned her not to do it, and been really happy when she pulled her hand away just in time. And then informed her, you can get very sick if you touch that water. I feel like she just like did it absentmindedly and then he's saying it as she's putting it in the water and she just goes oh and then just Probably. stares at him like go in the headlights. Now did he say it out of common out of a reflex or did he No, <laughs> he's he's been, he's been speaking to her in infernal. He <laughs> he is speaking just with her. So all it'd right. be all in infernal. Cuz it would still work. She'd still understand common. It would just be It would just be, <laughs> it would funny. Just be funny. Oh, that so, with that, is there anything else anybody would like to do for the night before we, I don't know, maybe move to the next morning? Uh, maybe look for a place to sleep? Uh, I know we did think about looking to Pesca, but I wasn't sure if we'd done anything yet. I, I, I was... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I have a quick question. What happened to the rose petal that I put in the oh, water? It, it stayed floating. Okay, cool. So there's just yeah, like a bunch petals. of different colored and then one purple. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's not really human, so it doesn't seem like it's going to affect it much. 
Uh, and it's, it's technically living, but it's not technically living enough for the magic to affect it either. So, safe. I, uh, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I'll, yeah. um, I know you've been trying to say something for a while, but I don't know if that had to do with the um, what I said about the group looking for answers collectively to Lady Pesca about the order of things and stuff, or I think it was this was it's going to be kind of like that, but he was also going to go talk about getting a few rooms or see if he could there, and also probably just talk with the the head there or either try to communicate with his with Lady Pesca. Okay, so there's like an individual moment moment. Yeah. Okay, you go first, then. Okay. Moment has an individual moment moment. Yeah. <laughs> just just for a moment. <laughs> just for a moment. Well, we've been waiting a moment. Yeah. Where's this moment? Just well, a moment. He, he will. He will. Where he noticed the church, the Lady Pesca's church. He will walk in. See if he sees anybody in there, like any of the like, cl uh, clergy. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's plenty of people. Uh, the high priestess uh, is available currently, although it looks as though once she's done her final count of the, uh, the Pascal Holy Books, she'll probably move on to a different task. Okay. I would then pro uh, walk up to her and and. I, before I walked in the building, I'd have the holy symbol, which I keep. I think I think he would have it like kind of hanging like on a horn, but he'd take it off and put it wrap around his neck, and okay. have it have it showing, and he would say, "Um, excuse me." Yes. Uh, I was looking to see if there were a few rooms that uh, me and my friends could stay for the night. And maybe one, one moment. Okay. Uh, so Eighty four. Okay. Um, if you're looking for rooms, unfortunately, we are full up at this current time. Although the main castle, the main uh, temple, uh, should have still roughly about twenty three rooms left. Okay. We had a bunch of influx of of guild members and everything, kind of heading up north. So. Unfortunately, we're we're so full. But if you let them know that I sing, th they should be more than happy to give you a place to stay. May I ask your name then? Uh, my name is Tammy. Uh, okay, uh, Tammy. Um, I was also uh. I guess having a crisis of faith and maybe I I don't know if I could I I really don't know. I don't I don't usually ask this. So uh, I guess speak with someone about about uh Lady Pesca or maybe even try to see if I can commune with her. Or uh, well, <laughs> communing with a god is <laughs> it's not easy. They speak in many different ways. But uh, if you are looking for a devout of Lady Pesca, I am her high priestess. 
at least in this location. She has many. Oh yes, uh, I lived at one the the church in Pesca. I mean, I I lived at in a church of Pesca in Cherryton, so I know yeah. the high priest there. Um, I don't I I'm lost. Like I don't know where I should be going anymore. I guess I really never really had a. A direction my friend always like kind of led the way but he's gone and i'm i don't know how to before one must walk an adventure one must first learn to walk themselves are most of your answers just going to be uh Passages from the Holy Blake from the Holy Book, yes. Okay. But that is where we find all of our wisdom. You see, in the meaning of this, what I'm saying is, is because you're so lost, finding your way isn't gonna be easy. And only you can find your way. Only you can be the one to decide where to go next. I can give you goals, I can give you places with plenty of money or or things that I think are adventurous, but in the end you're the only one who can make that adventure. You are more than welcome to stay and commune here. Speak to our, our lovely statue and give offerings and hope for more wisdom. But if I may take a leap, the best wisdom is to find what you want. If you've been following somebody for so long, do you even have a goal? I thought I did. I mean... What's that goal? Well, we... Me and my friend, we're going to find the crystal to... to just... to find it, and maybe... Maybe I could find more information about who I was uh, along the way, where I came from, because I don't—I never, never knew my parents. I thought maybe going this way, I could find them. Well, that sounds like you've made a decision on where your adventures lie. The crystal. It's just out there. Boat ride away. And through a possibly dangerous jungle, more than likely. Oh, you're talking the second crystal. Yes, lots of people are looking for that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I will uh, at least just pray on it. Go and at least. To go to the statue and pray on it for a bit. Maybe that might help clear my head. That I, sounds good. I do appreciate uh, your words. They they have helped me some. So. Of course. And also, don't forget to tie your shoes. And she'll tap your shoulder and walk on. My, I'll look down at my shoes. One shoe's uh, untied. It's just a minor thing. It's just a little. <laughs> uh, okay. He'll tie it real quick and then go to the statue and... 
he will put the, an offering. Let's see. I got. I got. Uh, I'll put uh, a gold down. Okay. And he will. He will basically say the same thing. He like pray and say and say the same thing he told Tammy. But uh, he will also mention. Uh, I do not know if if the way I should be going is with with these people I've been traveling with. They seem to be making questionable uh, decisions, and more and more, I, uh, they they seem to be hiding things from me. And. Part of me wonders if maybe I should just move on, maybe take that race change potion and just live a different life. Be somebody else. But I don't think, I don't know if that's the best idea. And he'll, that's, he'll end it there just just eyes closed down like the right way to pray to Lady Pesca and just hope for a sign. Okay. Well, one thing that you'll notice is that when you add the gold piece into uh, the actual altar, um, much like the, the feathered friend from our, our other altar, there will be another symbol. This one's like a weighing scale, and once that gold goes in, you'll see that weighing scale hit even. And then it'll kind of like chime, and then it'll disappear. Okay. Um, after your words, uh, the only thing that's really going to pop out is maybe a couple papers that are that are sitting on the pews, maybe next to you. Uh, maybe you might kind of move a little bit to continue your prayer, and you'll you'll hear them kind of like ruffle to your side, as like your pants, or like your shirt, or maybe even your jacket would catch it. Okay. I'll. Then I'll I'll look and see what they say. Like like I'll go to like pick them up and see if they say anything. And if they don't, just put them back where they were. In common, the three rules of Tansen: be nice, don't kill, and don't go in the basement. That's a weird. The, I was like the other two is like that makes sense, but the basement one is like that's that sets off something in my head. It's like, that's weird. That's weird. And that's it? That's it? No Three other rules languages. of Tansom. Nope. Be a nice person, don't kill people, and stay out of the basement. He'll look confused and just put them back to where, where they blew off from and just walk out and just it's like I guess, I guess nothing is my answer. So, that that he'll head back to the cart and tell the tell everybody like there may be rooms to stay at the big the big one, the big tower, and kind of be. I was I would almost say like on autopilot, like he's not really paying attention. All right. Okay, so um, Zare is on a mission to sell the box and okay. acquire the diamond dust. 
Um, well, with our time, I think we might have to pick up with that next time. Okay. Because I do think this is a perfect place to end it for the night. Yes. So with that, thank you guys for listening, and we will see you guys next time. See ya. Later. Especially after explaining about the chocolate game. Thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and comment so we can bring more people to join the story with us. We want to thank Sirenscape as we use their sound systems for our sound effects and music. Check out the description if you want to know exactly which sets we used this episode. Thanks to Kobold Press, we use their monster write-ups to keep our players on their toes and you listeners on the edges of your seats. Join us next episode as we continue our story. Mm -hmm.